It's a creativatorium. <laughs> With your host, Sam Prince. That's me. Well, we talk everything acting. One of my favorite passion topics. And everything else in between. With very special guests, we talk film, theater, modeling, screenwriting, directing, design, behind the scenes, and so much more. So let's get crack a lackin' and see what we have in store this week. And action! Hey everyone, thanks for listening to the Creativatorium. So excited for season two and so excited that you are listening. Really appreciate it. Just want to ask a quick favor of you. We, Sammer Productions, our theatrical group, did a play about Frederick Douglass last year, the great Frederick Douglass, who uh, was a great abolitionist and really helped free slaves back in the 1800s. And our goal is to get it into as many schools and businesses across the country as possible um, to, you know, raise awareness increase diversity, and just educate children and adults about a figure that they might not, maybe they heard about, but don't really know about. It's a great play. So if you have some connections or, or, or ideas, please contact us at Samber Productions, either on Facebook or our email is Samber. P-R-O-D 2021 at Gmail. That's S-A-M-B-E-R P-R-O-D 2021 at gmail.com. And would love to entertain any ideas or, or leads or, or contacts that you may have. Because we really want to get it into as many schools and, and businesses as we can. I forgot to leave out the most important part in February for Black History Month. That's our goal. Black History Month, really promote our play. So we'll love your help and really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Now back to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Creativatorium Podcast. I am your host, Sam Prince, and I am with my guest again, Mr. Greg Graham. How are you today, sir? Hey, what's up, Sam? Good to hear from you. You too, man. You too. You too. I'm I'm actually outside on my porch doing an outside interview today. Which is Oh nice. nice. Well, I guess the weather yeah. is good, huh? It is. It is, yeah. How's it there in uh in Queens? It's sunny. It's um Okay. Good temperature too. Like it's starting to get that autumn feel. It's like probably um I wanna say high seventies, you know. Okay. Yeah. High fifties, yeah. Huh? You know, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I miss New York City, man. Um, and uh, we hung out when you were there too, right? A little bit. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, very yeah. Brief, but yeah, we got to link up. That was yeah, cool. yeah. And I was thinking the other day, man. Like we've known each other a long darn time, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know, over 30 years, you know? It's hard to say that. And, you know, because the weight of that statement, 30 years, like, right. that's 
I, I don't know, man. That's just like, that means we were, we were alive and very well cognizant beyond that, you know? <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> I know, it's crazy, man, it's crazy. But thanks for doing this again. And um, I always like to, you know, educate my listeners from experts like yourself on what, you know, in all your different avenues. And um, when I asked you for some advice, you had said you want to talk about how to be, quote unquote, staying musically agile. And I thought that was just the coolest statement ever. So explain to our listeners what you mean by that, my friend. Well, sir, I have to say that, I mean, out of all the statements ever made from humanity, it's probably not <laughs> going to be one of the coolest ever, but... You know, like, right, like right. For, for those people that are into music, um, I like to say staying musically agile is just um, keeping your ear out for other types of music that you don't normally gravitate toward. You know, like mm. um, there are lots of sounds and lots of rhythms that are out there in the world. So it's really good to kind of what I like to do is I also say that I like to reset my ears, you know, because I listen to sure. it. Of electronic music right so yeah um and and you were a witness of you know the early days of house music and stuff detroit chicago right. early techno and all that so i've been listening hard yeah. since then and then starting to dj at that time um but there are times when i need to hear something else that's not in my my wheelhouse so to speak so sure. um i had a friend uh natalia uh, she took me to Carnegie Hall. This was like about three or four years ago. And that was a great experience because I got to hear, uh, you know, someone playing the piano extremely well in a concert hall. You know, like, like if you think mm -hmm. of it acoustically too, like the acoustics mm -hmm. in a concert hall with just a piano and a mic, like that's a rare situation these days. So, right. It's nice to hear how it sounds then it's, um, you know, we all walk around with headphones these days. So it's nice to not have headphones on and just absorb the vibe of the room and hear what uh, the pianist is playing. It was just right. really good experience with that. Um, I also yeah. went, uh, <laughs> I was um, like uh, a team hired me to do some work in Colorado, like entirely different work, right? But mm -hmm. um, there was a country band that was performing at this event. And mm -hmm. they basically took me in as like the, the fifth member, you know, <laughs> like... <laughs> what? Like, not, I didn't play anything, luckily, but you know, that I wouldn't, I, I, yeah, I can't compete on that level like them. But, um, you know, I just got to hang out with them a lot. And I got okay. to learn a lot more about their sound and what they're inspired uh -huh. by. And, you know, it's good to hear yeah. things out of your own realm, you know, just to kind of see how the rest of the world responds to sound. So that's why yeah. I like musically agile, you know. I got you, man. That totally makes sense. And and that was going to be one of my questions, is if, if country music was something you vibe with at all. Um, but obviously you do. 
yeah, I mean, you know, like, like I can't ever say, oh, no, I don't, I don't listen to country music, like, like a lot of friends do, you know, but, right, right. you know, like, I, I'm, I, I think I'm deeper into music. Like, I, in other words, I should know better. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like, <laughs> professional or something, you want to give stuff a chance because you might be on something in the future. You know, like, you, you know, you might yeah. hear a sound and go, wait a minute, I could take yeah. that and put it into the stuff that I'm already doing, you know, like, uh, and make something, new, you know, so that's why um, I never, I don't diss, I don't diss music, like, experience yeah. when they, <laughs> when they, yeah. whatever they're doing, man, I'm just like, okay, you know, like, I might be like, all right, that was an experience, you know, right. but right. yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. And um, I feel the same way about music. You know, like I really want to hear all different types. You know, and my kids still make fun of me that I'm still on Pandora. <laughs> but, you know, I, I like to be surprised. I like to see what's coming up next that I haven't heard or some new artist, some new vibe. You know, mm -hmm. it's just fun, you know, to just hear new stuff. You know, and then not close your mind off, you know, to yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great, like, to not close your mind off, and and it's also good to get, um, you know, a lot of these music platforms, especially the streaming ones now, um, they're yeah. run pretty much by algorithms. So what that yeah. means is that basically the things that you choose to play, your actual account is learning what you like and right you know like like if you like you know there's some people there's all kinds of house music now just as an example there's some people that are more into the tribal kind of house you know with the more native percussion and like bells and sure. you know that kind of vibe but then there's right. the, the very clean almost robotic um you know like electro you know where right. it just digital silence here and there, like, you know, like right. big production, um, but no like, no like funky, like bongos or anything like that in that, you know? Right, but yeah, yeah, yeah. These, these algorithms, they, they learn, they learn your taste. So, you know, someone that can say, oh yeah, I listen to a lot of house music and they're on one of the platforms. And the other person says, oh yeah, I do too. It could it could be yeah. quite different from each other, which is kind of interesting how right. those are yeah. those platforms work. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad you walked me through that because I figured that's how it worked. <laughs> but I wasn't <laughs> wasn't sure. Yeah. Um <laughs> just another quick story uh, about closing your mind off. Um I don't know if you remember on Facebook, but I, my wife and I went to St. Lucia. And it was this band from St. Lucia, the, you know, the tropical, very, you know, African island. Mm -hmm. This band playing country music, man. It was a dad and his three sons. And they sounded just like Johnny Cash, Garth Brooks. They were amazing, man. Yeah, I believe it. it and it was like, wow, like, and I, I had to talk to him. I was like, how did you guys get into country music on this island 
full of, you know, just mostly just Jamaican, you know, that Rasta type style mm-hmm. music. And they were just like, we just fell in love. Like, the dad fell in love with Johnny Cash back in the day. And he just taught his sons how to make country music. Mm-hmm. You know, you know like- and that just, it just was a big eye-opening thing. Like, wow, here on the Little Island Singer, we're playing country music. Yeah. I'm sorry, I man. Like, like with the, with, with that story, I would say it, it is surprising because, yeah, like you wouldn't think it would have quote unquote gotten to that location, you know? Right. But one thing I've learned about having friends, um, you know, let's say that speak many languages and that kind of thing. Right. Um, I understand St. Lucia's, you know, a lot of it's primarily English, but at the same time, for a lot of my friends who's first language isn't English. They say that country music tends to be one of the easiest forays into learning English. You know? Wow. Yeah, it's like a really like like mm. the lyrics are clear. You know, there's not it's not like mm. stuff playing, you know, like or you know, like let's say <laughs> actually like five years ago, it's the slang's different, you know, than what it right. is now. You know, so like a country the English has stayed pretty much the same. And it's also very, um, they're not going fast necessarily. You know, like they're, they're right. deliberately speaking. So it, it's a, yeah, it's a slow. interesting thing. Yeah, like I didn't think about it like that. Of course, you know, us being native English speakers, you know, you right. don't hear that. And I'm like, oh, okay. Right. Yeah, totally makes sense, man. There's friends Crazy. in like Brazil and Chile and uh, Ecuador who like just they have country music playlists out the wazoo, you know. Because <laughs> you know, in addition to watching movies and things like that from here, you know, the music is also another another source for English. Sure. sure. Wow. So interesting, man. Well, awesome. All right, stay music musically. Agile people, gotta do it. It's more um, fun that way. <laughs> what's that? It's more fun that way, you know? It's way more fun that way. Way more fun. All right, man, so let's play the Creativatorium game real fast. So I asked you to give me your top eight favorite musicians out there today that you like, mm-hmm. DJs. And uh, you gave me a great list, man. And I honestly had to look up some of these folks because, you know, I just had to become musically agile. (laughs) (laughs) And it was so educational, man. It's like back when we were in science lab and we had to actually put put everything into practice, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. Exactly, but man, I I barely passed chemistry, man. Oh man, that was yeah. Father Kurtz, I think it was. Yep, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, all right. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna put them against each other, and we're gonna see what your favorite as of today is. You know, it probably will change tomorrow, but yeah, let's see what you think. All right, so here are the first two. Uh-huh. We got Darius mm-hmm. versus. Kid Abstract. And which one's my favorite? 
Yeah, who would you just put you on the spot? Oh man, I, I hope I hope none of you guys are listening to this. You know, like none of the artists. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Yes, yes. Please, just, just for fun. <laughs> um, well, today I tell you what, because um, it's the weekend that we're recording right now, and you know, you caught me on a good, relatively <laughs> weather day. Uh, yeah. Darius sounds are very laid back, almost like brunch style kind of vibes. Very chill, yeah. but not so chill that you'll fall asleep. You know, they're very right. like, um, just good vibes, uh, very um, inclusive sounds. He's quite electronic mm -hmm. in terms of his sounding, you know, it's the way he sounds. Okay. But um, okay. it, so it gives like a very modern feel. Okay. But, um, the, the, the actual, I keep saying vibe, but that's the best word for it. The actual yeah. vibe is like very feel good, like okay. 90s, 2000s kind of, you know, like he's extracted that sure. feel good, but then use sounds that weren't really used back then, you know, and, and he okay. still gives that feeling. So, I mean, yeah, like curious okay. now with all that. Okay. Kid Abstract is my dude, um, <laughs> you know, definitely love yeah. Like he flows very well over tracks. Um, yeah. He rhymes, you know, and like, it's kind of like more jazzy, but also I want to say like next generation jazzy. So it's not like a Tripod yeah. Quest, but if Tripod Quest went further, you know, like that's what he right. is. Yep, that's a great example. Great analogy. Um, okay, so as of today, Darius, by a little bit. Right? Say it again. I, you cut out. I'm sorry. As of today, with the Gandarius, as by a little small margin. Oh, by, by the closest to margins. Right, right. Like, yeah. a, like a field goal or something like that. You know, like <laughs> right, right. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, now I got to ask, you know, because you're, you're, your music is good feel good vibes. So how would you compare yours and Darren's just if I had to ask? I mean, you know, the great thing about producing music is I can hear others and enjoy it too. Like, like yeah. I'm not, when, when I listen to his music, I'm not necessarily like, oh, wow, maybe I should put in a bill like he did. You know, like I don't do that. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, well, that, that would make it fun. You know, like I don't, I don't try to copy anyone's thing. I, I find that making music is a lot like writing a book for people. You know, like everybody's got a story that they can write, you know, but I don't have to copy someone else's story, you know, just to think that I can do better because I did that. You know, like you don't have uh, Malcolm Gladwell wishing he's writing books like Danielle Steele, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's like a whole different vibe.
Hey, 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 thank you for listening to the Creativatorium Podcast. Again, my name is Sam Prince, and it is my honor to be your host, and thank you so much for listening. I would also be honored if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts and say some nice things about what you just heard. And definitely please listen every week. We come out every Tuesday. Also, for more information about coaching classes, workshops, and upcoming productions, please check out our website, samber.productions. That's S-A-M-B-E-R dot productions. And you can also subscribe to our newsletter. And remember, all the world's a stage. Mm-hmm.